We're back. Guess who's back? back it's Jen. Jen. And Katie. Oh, are we going to go down that route? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Back again. Oh, I was thinking Backstreet's back, and then I was like, no, Eminem. That's a great mashup. Think... Eminem and Backstreet yeah. Boys, guess who's back? Backstreet's back. Yeah. All right. Guess I who's back? Pitch Perfect for the first time the other night. Oh, you did? Was it great? Okay. Have you watched for it? For the Pitch first Perfect? time, Pitch Perfect? Yeah. Wait, yeah. I thought, wait. Um. Yes, I've seen Pitch Perfect. Have you been living under <laughs> a rock? That was like, what, 10 years ago? When did Pitch Perfect come out? 2014, I think. I looked it up because they were using these tiny little phones. I was, I didn't was know it was razor? that old. Yeah. <laughs> it was a razor? Oh my God. No, it wasn't. Also, I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to oh, could you? cramp your mellow. Our goal is to keep our intro nice and short and sweet today. And Katie and I find that when we get on here, this is also like Katie and Jen. Like we talk Katie and Jen every hour. day oh, and yet there's still more to talk about. Like, I feel like I need to tell you all about, I have so much to tell you. And it, I have so much to tell you actually. And especially with talking about emotional wellness with Teddy and Sonia, who hold the phone, please, because I just need to pump their tires. They're such incredible humans. I loved that conversation. But talking about yeah. emotional wellness, I I just think the kind of space that we would create in this community if we all just talked about all these feelings that we have more often with each other. Would you, be beautiful. I think it would be beautiful. I told my class this yeah. morning, I taught a performance ride. And I always feel like the girl off of Mean Girls that's like... And everything be rainbows and butterflies. She's like, I'm sorry. Don't even go here. I just have a lot of feelings. Like, I am the I have a lot of feelings girl. Did you just play multiple roles? What? In, did you just play multiple mean girl roles there? Or is that one? <laughs> yeah, did you see me? Was... <laughs> yeah. I was Damien and I was the girl who's butterflies okay. and rainbows. Okay. I can also oh, be the principal God. and he's like... Or uh, Tina Bay. I will keep you here all night. We can only keep them here till four o'clock. I will keep you here till four p.m. I also pulled that line from Mean Girls in class. I don't Anyways, know. I don't know how Do we went you. down that route. I know this is what happens. It's Friday here. It has been a heck of a week, but I've really allowed myself to sit with my emotions, process my emotions, set some boundaries with my emotions, and I think this Thanks. is, you know, tying into emotional wellness, which. Teddy and Sonia from the Girl Powerful podcast talked about what emotional wellness meant to them. I didn't really hear, we didn't really get to talk a lot about what we think emotional wellness is. Do you want to share what you think emotional wellness is or what it looks like for us and, and maybe how you check in with your emotional wellness this time of year? That was the biggest question I could have asked you. Um, yeah, well, I think... Emotional wellness is, for me, it's not, it's what it's not. <laughs> it's not yeah. hiding from yourself, from your feelings, from the situations that are going on around you. I feel like the, like the generation, like my parents' generation, really, they don't experience their emotions. And now it's such a beautiful thing to watch. I feel like we are moving into a time where we're starting to learn how to 
honor our feelings, our emotions. Mm-hmm. It's not, I, I can like, my dad will, has told me you're, you're being too emotional and as if it's a weak yeah. thing. Right. And it's like, this isn't, that's not a weak actually stop because it's not weakness. That's actually a, a pretty solid. You can't be strength. too emotional. No, we are human. You are a human with many we, emotions. And it's so dangerous for your own mental or your own emotional health to take that on as truth that you're being mm. too emotional. Because then you're just stuffing all that stuff down and it lives in your body and it causes, oh, literally totally. causes disease. And yes, I don't know. So I didn't really answer the question, but um, you emotional did. wellness to me is like, is looking at your stuff and letting yourself feel and be human mm-hmm. and to lose, drop that shame around, around it. Mm. Yeah. Oof. How about you? Emotional wellness for me is not being reactive because I find when I'm reactive, I don't act in a way that really serves what that emotion is doing for me. So if I'm angry, why am I angry? What is this anger trying to teach me? If I'm sad, why am I sad? What is this sadness trying to teach me? But if I'm not sitting with that and I'm just reacting, I'm angry, I'm going to lash out at whoever I'm angry at. If I'm sad, well, multiple things could happen. I could either, sometimes when I'm sad, like I, you know this about me too. I don't really like to talk about my feelings. Like I'm open book, but I'd rather ask you about like your feelings so right. sad is a hard one for me. I don't like to really sit with sadness, but sitting with sadness, like, does this mean, I don't know. I'm learning about sadness in my life right now. Um, but, you know, I, I think anger is a really good example because when we're reactive with anger, I don't think that we learn a lot about what anger is trying to show us. So yeah, emotional wellness is being able to sit with your emotions long enough to know like what they're trying to do for you and then not letting yourself get stuck or paralyzed in those emotions. Like how what is this trying to teach me? And I do that through breath work and journaling and talking to people and going to counseling and banging on my steering wheel and listening to Alanis Morissette. That's right. No, but I do. I think that this conversation with Teddy and Sonia, you know, they'll learn a little bit about each of them and and their sisters. They run Girl Powerful Project. We talk about emotional wellness with them and and what they do. Sonia is a meditation teacher. She's also a healing practitioner. Uh, Teddy does Kundalini yoga and they work together and what, you know, they bring up this like finding balance. And when they're talking about finding balance in our lives, I was thinking about harmony. Like how do we find harmony? And I think they have this harmonious relationship that just really complements each other. And I haven't had the opportunity to experience their magic in person you have do you want to share a little bit about you know you don't have to dive too into it unless you want to but do you want to share a little bit about what that experience was like for you uh sure Uh, amber from our team and i we went to a writing workshop at a yoga studio in the north end and sonia led it and yeah it was just it we she gave us prompts and we would have and she led a meditation and then gave us these prompts. Anyway, it was just like this vulnerable, small circle of women that um, we just wrote and then shared our writing. Mm. Yeah, it was wonderful and vul- and vulnerable and scary. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot. I think that 
if you were to ask me, not that you did, but this is a question that came up in my mind is like, what is the thing that holds people back from prioritizing or focusing on their emotional wellness? And I think it's because emotions can be scary to sit with and they can be really uncomfortable. And we talked about this with Gene in our City Light interview. And it's that as human, like human design, we strive for comfort. We strive for things not to change. We want the path of least resistance. And so when something comes in to disrupt that comfort, sadness, anger, frustration, overwhelm, you know, it's, that isn't something that we gravitate towards. And if you look back biologically, like our human design is to protect us from danger. So yeah, we run away from it. And now we're going against the flow of nature and saying, nope, I'm going to, I'm going to face my fear. I'm going to face my discomfort and I'm going to sit with that. And I'm going to sit down with that beer, beer. I'm going to sit down with that bear and say, why are you scaring me? What are you trying to teach me instead of running from the bear, you know, and that fear. I think I'd still run from, no, I would stand really big if there's a bear and be really loud. You don't run from the bear. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is something good to know because we do also, luminous in the wilderness oh yeah <laughs> i was gonna say also <laughs> let's not take so if you are facing a bear in nature maybe do some research and don't just hear what jen had to say and <laughs> look at that bear and stand there <laughs> i think are you also supposed to it depends on what kind of a bear it is no i don't think you're supposed to run but i also don't know that like mad dog in them is the best I don't know I just yeah don't take my word I mean I was a girl scout and I am pretty active in the wilderness but that was always what I was told to do so you know what I'm gonna look this up pause please (laughs) because I'm about to promote womenness in the wilderness and if I'm promoting it and telling people how they're gonna get eaten by bears pretty much what to do if you see a bear in the wilderness all right what are you saying you're supposed to do oh I don't know I can't remember I carry bear spray get maybe get small cover up your neck and face <gasps> never run from a bear all caps don't approach a bear just quiet okay quietly move so yeah don't mean mug the bear however if a black bear does approach you make yourself look big and make loud noises clap your hands continue to walk away so yes and no backing away slowly while don't look at them and go like yes some pots that you're just carrying with you as you're hiking (laughs) but you know what's good is that december 9th for wilderness in the wilderness we will be in the foothills i do not anticipate seeing any bear i did see a little uh mountain lion no a cougar cougar mountain lion one of those on my hike the other day but it was not where we were hiking so we're gonna be great you saw a mountain lion? Yeah, over in our area. Oh. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Sorry. I've seen a mountain lion, like a little mountain lion. They're so cute, but those things will mess you up. Um, We saw a bobcat this time. Okay. Bobcat. Tiny, tiny little thing. But yeah, we've seen a little baby mountain lion. And that, you make lots of noise and you get out of there. Yeah. Okay. Well, trying to make a sort of transition into Womenus in the Wilderness. And now people are like, I don't really know if I want to get outside. But you know what's great about Womenus in the Wilderness? We are a group of women together. We are empowering each other to get outside in a space that is predominantly taken by men. But you know what? Women are taking back the power, moving our bodies together and forming connections. You know, it's getting cold outside. 
And I know for me, one of the things that really helps me to work on my emotional wellness and maintain my peace is making sure that I'm getting outside, getting vitamin D, moving my body. And we get to do that together on December 9th, 1030 Trail Grove Head, which is by Camel's Back. We will also be picking up those donations then for City Light. You can see in our newsletter what we are collecting as well as on our social platform. And then in January... We will be taking our womenness in the wilderness uh, over to the McCall area, which actually that's where Teddy and Sonia are going to have a retreat over in Donnelly the following weekend. So we have our womenness retreat that weekend for our team. And Saturday, January 27th, we'll be having our snowshoe up in the McCall area. So keep an eye out for that additional information as well as our event right to go live here in the next couple of weeks. And without further ado, Here's Teddy and Sonia. Hey, Womeness, and welcome. I'm Genevieve Nutting, the founder of Womeness Community and host of the Womeness Podcast. And I'm so pumped you're here. My team and I have created this space for Womeness like you to feel seen, heard, and empowered. Each week, we'll launch a fresh episode with resources, stories from womeness, and tools related to mindfulness, movement, and community. More than just a podcast, this is your weekly source of energy and connection with the many inspiring and relatable voices of womeness. In a world where we are constantly on the go, let this be your landing space where we can slow down and come together. This is the Womeness Podcast. Thank you for taking time to be here today. We know that you are you are intentionally busy women. I try not to use the word busy in my vocabulary, but I think you're very intentional with your time. And so thank you for taking the time to spend with us and to spend with our community. I know just from even our team members who, when we were talking about our podcast lineup for the month, you just have the best reputation in the Treasure Valleys. People speak so highly of you. For those who maybe aren't familiar with you, though, how would your, how about, let's do this, actually. I love asking how people's friends would describe them. But Teddy, how would your sister Sonia describe you? Oh, I would think Sonia would say that I'm very giving and real. And sometimes it's like, could be uncomfortable. Like, maybe I don't always say like what someone wants to hear, but at least I'm like trying to share like my perspective in a kind, soft way. Mm. I love that. Would you agree with that, Sonia? Yeah, Teddy's like the epitome of a teddy bear. Mm. So, or like you think she might be like a grizzly bear. <laughs> when you first meet her, we're both really tall and like statuesque. So I think right away, just our aura is just like prominent. Mm. And so I think, you know, people that you see us and we're like big, tall women. <laughs> But then you meet us and we're very nurturing and we're very into healing and we want everyone to feel included and invited. So I do think, I mean, that's pretty much embodies Teddy is she's very bold and statuesque and divinely connected. And then she's also has a lot of space to be loving and tender with people. Yeah. I feel like I'm older than people think. And I, I have done a lot of self work and really am a grounded person and can hold space. And that's not like easy for a lot of people, because when you get into a lot of healing modalities, sometimes you're so airy and out of tune with like what's actually happening, like in Mm -hmm. your body or like 
on earth that I feel like I, I don't know. I think that's one of my gifts is to actually just like be grounded in myself. And therefore like I can mirror that in you and you can find that space like to heal in, in a class with me and Sonia or beyond. But I'm kind of just like living intentionally and living out loud and being big and just like owning it. Mm. And Teddy, you teach Kundalini yoga, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Sonia, you are more with meditation, healing. Um, Teddy, how would you then describe your sister, Sonia? Sonia is an Aries. (laughs) (laughs) And Sonia is very, very passionate. And if she is a lover and she is so nurturing and kind and you just really, but then there's the other side, right? It's like, like everyone has dualities and we both, I think, portray this. And this is probably like something like from our past, but you don't cross Sonia. (laughs) Not in a mean way, but like she has very strict boundaries with how she's going to be treated and she holds everyone accountable to that. And unless you have a really genuine, sincere apology, you kind of get like one shot with Sonia. And I think that that's really, it's just, it's different and it's whole and it's who she is. And I think that that's something to be celebrated because no one needs an excuse like, like why, you know, I should be different or fit into this mold or give someone a thousand chances. It's like, Hey, I, I've got one, you know, maybe, maybe 80 years on this planet. I don't have time for weird women or guys that say mean shit to me. Like, you know, like, it's just like Sonia's like holds that space and that boundary really, really tight. And I, I honor that in her. I love this sister dynamic first. We kind of talked about this a little bit before the call, but it's very, it's, So typically we like to do these in person, but what's really interesting about the two of you is I'm sitting here. So I just came from teaching a performance cycle class. So my energy was very like here. And I also teach yoga and meditation and sitting down with you two, your presence just translates across like this virtual space in such a way that I don't think that everyone, I mean, it could even be just the way that you presented yourself. Sonia, when you came on here, like I could see that about you where you are very strong in who you are. You're very much like an observer and you take in your surroundings. And we just talked about a social wellness pillar. So right now we're doing the eight pillars of wellness. We're going to talk about emotional wellness today. But part of the social wellness is, you know, setting your boundaries. And it's something that um, is coming up frequently in conversations in my family right now, because I think that boundaries in our family can be one of the most difficult spaces to put boundaries. But I can tell with the two of you, I, I'm curious when deciding you're going to start girl powerful project together, did you know growing up that you like, did you have the kind of relationship where you knew that you wanted to like, you almost kind of have this relationship with like twins. I know you're not the same age. One of you's older, one of you's younger, but did you know that you wanted to work together or was there some kind of time in your life where you did not have some congruency before forming girl powerful project? So Teddy and I have always been close So a little backstory, we grew up with a single mom. She worked very hard for us. So it was Teddy and I, and I think we played the same sports. We did enjoy the same things, but Teddy was definitely like a mothering figure to me. I always looked up to her, you know, so we would play tennis. We were on the swim team. We shared the same activities, um, shared the same friends. Sorry, Teddy. (laughs) 
<laughs> I would like follow her to ballet class when I was a little girl and like I wasn't into ballet and I'd like cry for my sister. <laughs> so I'm going to cry just because, yeah, it was just like, I always loved her and looked up to her. <laughs> Sorry. But um, then evolving and growing, it's like we had, you know, we're very different people. So it's funny, people, like we have very different, like growing up, it's like, yeah, we played the same sports. We like the same shows. We were, you know, like fashion and music and all that stuff. Um, but now it's like, we're both into the healing arts. And I think a backstory of also like fast forward, we were in California and Teddy was teaching at a private school and I was experiencing major burnout. So I worked at, in the music industry and I'm a yes person. So I used to be a yes person. We'll yeah. talk about those are the, when the boundaries come into play. So, you know, I would stay in the office. I'd be the last one, you know, to leave. I was always working on Sundays and I was in my like early twenties and I was supporting like an EVP and an SVP at a huge music company. So, um, I, I just had no idea how to manage my emotions and I would just say yes. And then I wasn't taking care of my mind or my body. And I kind of like flipped out. So, um, one like backhanded, I went to Philadelphia for a Demi Lovato pop tarts concert and I was managing it. And it's like, everyone thought I was like in my thirties, just how I presented myself and how hard I worked and how much I cared. And I'm like, no, I'm like 24, 25, <laughs> but you know, I'm like, thanks. <laughs> so I'm in <laughs> Philadelphia and I'm with like all these social media agencies. This is in 2013. 2013 so a while ago you know a decade ago and I I felt like I did so much work on this account which I did and so my boss rewarded me from for go, to go there and experience what I had worked on you know and then this guy who was the sponsor national sponsorship like liaison he was the one who put the whole deal together with pop tarts he came and he, he goes Sonia how, why are you here? Like, I didn't approve of you to come. And he said it backstage and probably fun of like 20 of my peers who I worked with. And that was just like, it crushed my spirit. It crushed, it like took away all the hard work I had done and I didn't know how to manage it. So speaking about emotional wellness, it's like, how do we think and how do we feel? Well, at that time, I wasn't strong enough to realize my self-worth isn't in my work. And it's not like de decided by this man who made some silly like comment that then he laughed it off and like everyone like chuckled, but I'm this young girl in a man's world in the music industry. Like, how dare you say that to me? So then I came back to the office and my, it actually like spread to my boss, like the gossip, like, oh, I shouldn't have said something to Sonia because it visibly, I didn't like, I just didn't even know what, how to respond to him. And then I was just like, I'm over this place. And that was probably not the best thing for me to do. <laughs> you know, I'm living in LA. It's very expensive. I've like put in my two weeks and I was like, I'm done with this place. They don't see my value. They don't see how hard I work. And I could have handled it so much better. So Teddy was working at a school who was heavy into social and emotional learning. And she was like, these practices are so cool, Teddy, these, or Sonia, these healing arts, you know, exercises are amazing. We're doing these with elementary school kids. And this is something we're learning now, you know, in my mid twenties up to thirties. 
So, I mean, and anyone learns them at any point in their life and it will help them. So anyway, I don't even know what the question was. I'm sorry, but that's just kind of like our relationship. And that's how Girl Powerful started was, you know, Teddy's always looking out for me. And that's, I love her so much. She's like, makes me coffee every morning and like brings me treats because we live in the same neighborhood. And she just always for me, which is so sweet. Um, But that was a thing where, yeah, I had no idea how to respond. I had no idea what to think. I let it take over my own self-worth and that's something where um, my emotional wellness changed over time in a positive way, but everyone has their starting point. And that was a big trigger moment for us. And then Teddy and I decided to do write a whole curriculum called Girl Powerful. So we were teaching girls eight to 13 who are in the confidence gap, all about social and emotional learning, managing your emotions, building self-esteem, creating community. And so it's interesting. Actually, you did answer my question because I was talking about if there was a time that you did not have a congruency growing up and you, you know, how connected the two of you are. And I mean, I have a sister and and I know about what our relationship was like growing up in a sister dynamic. And it's interesting you sharing that story, Sonia. Thank you. Um, I lived in New York for a while before this working for Women's Health Magazine and just around the same age that you were at when I had a moment where I was not respected by my boss and, and at a young age. And you're thinking like, how much am I supposed to tolerate though? Right. You feel like you're supposed to just put in the hours, put in the work, climb the social or the corporate ladder. And then I I know for me, that was like one of the first times in my life, really tapping into what boundaries look like and feeling strong in my boundaries. And I identified it was not a job that I wanted to do anymore. And you know, I'm, I'm curious here then, you know, we talk about emotional wellness as women. We are very emotionally in tune with who we are. And at the same time, when we're looking to take on these strong female roles in a man's world that you had identified, Sonia, it's almost like you're supposed to push your emotions to the wayside. And, you know, there's one advice I was given in a leadership role, and it was to act with less emotion and more not professionally, but like in business, you can't act with emotion. And it was almost a disconnect for me then in connecting with my team. And I realized I'm like, there has to be a balance though. And so before we go too far into the conversation of emotional wellness, Teddy, curious, how do you feel that emotional wellness shows up in our day-to-day life? What does that look like? Yeah. Emotional wellness. I think it's always ever-changing. And as you're growing that it's going to come out in different ways. And that word growing is something that's really important to me, like as a person and like in my relationships as well. Like I hope that other people are doing the work to keep healing and growing so that all of our emotions, you know, can be expressed. But then like Sonia was mentioning, like a a comment that became a wound and really like changed her whole, her whole life for a couple of years Like, what if, you know, she had the tools then to be like, what'd you just say to me? Or go tell your boss or go tell HR or just Mm. say off, you know, or like go for a walk. Who knows? Like, whatever it is that she would do now differently, wouldn't that have been cool if she had the tools? So I feel like emotional wellness is really wherever you are, but always you know, trying to be better every day and like asking yourself those questions, like, how am I feeling today? Is this like, is this good? Am I good? Like, and what can I do right now 
to feel more grounded and feel more connected with my emotions. So then once I leave the house, if something happens, some card, you know, cuts me off, some guy says something weird to me at the grocery store, like smile, because people still say that. I don't know why. Wild. <laughs> and that's very annoying. I can't, like, that like blows my mind, but also I believe it sadly. Oh, oh, they're still saying it because I don't smile at the grocery store. What am I, a crazy person on drugs? Like, you like, know, get my food and get out of here. Yeah, I'm not walking around smiling. <laughs> You're not taking a day. Yeah, I'm like no, oranges like, and smiling at them, Teddy. Yeah, I'm like, oh, milk. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, just you know, like when you're out and about, I think that's when your emotions really can kick in. When you're home, you're hopefully it's a safe space for you to let down your guard, to be who you truly are, to find really sweet, beautiful rituals that you know fill your cup, and then those emotions can just be handled differently when you're out in public and at work and at the gym and wherever people, you know, kind of push their shit onto you. Mm. I think it's really smart to like build a container for yourself and like a bubble with emotions, like to keep yours and then to let people have theirs. And that's something I, I actually did another interview. And I said that I said to ask myself, is this my feeling? Is this my thought? And like all this constant checking in with yourself throughout the day. Sure. Wake up and ask yourself those questions, but I feel like you need a midday check-in anytime, mm -hmm. like any kind of anger or something discomfort is rising in your body to be an adult. Like we have to be adults, you guys. Like we can't be like, Oh, you hurt my feelings. So I'm going to hurt yours. And I'm going to push the pain around. We're not allowed to do that. Mm -hmm. This is teacher Teddy. Like we're not doing that here. <laughs> you know, like this is, especially in our community, right? We have a small community in Boise in the Treasure Valley. And I just feel like it's really important to mind your, mind your manners. And like, it's true. Just be good. And like, we want to keep Boise nice. We want to take care of ourselves, but that starts at home. It starts in your physical home and in your heart and your home. And I think it's very 2024 is going to be really interesting how people show up for themselves and like emotions play into that. I've been reading this um, book called letting go. I don't know if any of you have heard of it. Um, it's about, it's kind of about somatic, like somatic healing, basically like feeling your emotions. And I just had this aha moment while I was reading it, you know, how you might learn something and you're like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. I, I can, that resonates with me but then you hear it in a different way and you're just like holy shit that is like a light bulb moment and so it's about like like feeling your emotions not thinking about them but feeling them letting that because they're energy let that energy discharge and and then you can move on with your life and I realize that I have just been like thinking about my emotions like why am I feeling this way I'm feeling anger um that comes from this it's, you know I can trace it back to my childhood like the initial time I felt anger and all that is good but I'm not letting that energy be discharged from my body and so it just like it was just this moment where I was like we do not teach people how to actually feel what they're feeling so that energy can be discharged and we can move on and we don't even have to think about it anymore because we've 
metabolize that energy. And so do you, I don't have really a question, I guess it's more of just, what do you think about? Oh, go Sonia. <laughs> I love that because everyone is so different and we're all, you know, everyone who is interested in developing the self and evolving over time and expanding, it's like, we're building our container and what are we putting in and what are we allowing in? And what you just said is like hitting the nail on the head. And I feel like everyone processes at a different rate. So if something happens to you, you know, it might take you a while to process and to really feel like what happened to me or, you know, what am I doing to myself? You know, like, and then the discharge comes with finding those modalities of like, how do I let go? Is it through breath work and meditation? Is it finding a safe space to share with someone you love? You know, is it being able to emote properly without getting angry or, you know, like being tit for tat or working out and connecting with nature? There's so many different ways to let go. Um, but I think it's important to also know it's like, give yourself time to process and kind of figure that out for yourself. Like, what's the best way for me to process an experience or a feeling? Does it usually, because for me, I mean, it takes me a long, a long time. And it's interesting because I don't know if you guys are into human design, but it's in my human design. So I'm a reflector. So I'm a mirror. So when people talk to me, they basically are like, I'm reflecting them themselves and all their traits back to them. And it's like kind of depleting because I feel like in my work as a meditation teacher, you know, I love my work, but I have to yeah. put a bubble but I also have to have time to process as mm -hmm. a reflector. But I, I think one of the lessons for me is like what you said, like, how do you discharge? How do you just let it go and not let it stay a loop in your head? Because I don't want to feel all those feelings all the time. I don't want to wake up and repeat all the, these behaviors or thoughts or feelings. I want to be gr grateful and happy and content with my life. And so did they give you any other insight into like how to discharge your energy? I am, I'm really at the very beginning of it, but it, it <laughs> does talk about like, um, not suppressing it. Like the, mo the ways that we actually do stuff things down is suppression. They even actually talk about venting it, just like telling everybody about it, but you're not really, you're just, that's just like a thought process. You're just throwing thoughts out. So it's just allowing yourself to actually feel it. Like just sit in that moment, sit in that discomfort, let it move through your body. Like even anger, I have a hard time with anger. I, I'm not angry, but if I feel angry, I feel guilty about it or like shameful. It's like, you know, let's just let, let yourself feel it. It's, it's a human emotion. Yeah, You're allowed to like, have these emotions. Yeah. I feel like something important to me that has been said in like my kundalini teachings, but something I've realized for myself is like, sometimes it's okay to have a breakdown, Like you have to break down to have a breakthrough. And like what you're talking about, like thinking so much about an incident, a word of childhood past trauma. I feel like animals teach us so many lessons with nature and you know how they shake after something crazy happens, like at the dog park, like they'll get a little rough and then they go shake like those kind of things. Like I, I think going back to the roots of who we are and where we came from are a really solid way to tap into your emotions. 
and move forward. Like all, all healing modalities are ancient. No one's a new genius. No one's coming up with new ideas right now. Anyone that's acting like they do, I think is a red flag and that's an ego trip. And it's like, I love that book, Letting Go. And in my, one of my things I do in class is like, we yell sometimes like a, huh, like let it out. And I mean, and then you, you can totally shake or shake dance. Like dancing is like so feminine, but when you're attaching it to a feeling in, in your heart space, it could be really masculine, like thinking more like, you know, like Hawaiian dancers and like really people in tune with the earth and who they are. It's like, I, I just feel like that's a really good balance to like bring up some anger, like bring it up, like think about it. You can use your brain for a second, think about it. And then you say, how does this make me feel? And then you want to shake that off. You want to throw it to the floor. You want to bang around and then you want to, you want to release and you lay on the floor and you just let the earth take it because it can hold it. And we can't take it anymore. I feel like that's something too, as especially as women is like, we're tired and we're feeling beat up from ancestral things as well. It's like, my life hasn't been that bad, but it's like, I feel so much for everyone because I'm an empath and I have like in my human design, like an open spleen and all these sacral things that are open. So I feel you and I feel the pain of the world and it's intense. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really interesting to sit down and talk about like how to pinpoint emotions, what to do with them. And then also realize everyone's journey is a little different. Mm -hmm. I want to share something that Teddy does. So in Kundalini, there's different sets you can do and they're called Kriya sets. So one's a heart opener, one's alleviating stress. You know, there's all these different movements tied with breath work that you can practice what you feel like doing, which is really nice. But one, Teddy, you should make a reel and put it on your profile for next week. If anyone's listening and you are feeling angry, um, it's when you put your hand into fist and you punch. So you're literally punching and you can do this for one minute, three minutes, 11 minutes, and you can breathe in through one punch and exhale through the next. And you can visualize this thought, this person, this memory, anything that you want to let go of and just get into your primal rhythm, like your indigenous beat, your heartbeat, and just go for it. And, you know, just let go and you'll feel amazing afterwards. Just imagine it just like, shattering and just dissolving and just turning into dust and then and then it is like it then it's gone like our minds are so powerful but then like adding that movement and adding that connection with the heart space your hands are an extension of your heart and you're just like that's not for me anymore and you're just you truly are letting go because and maybe you have to do that kriya set a hundred times maybe you have a breakthrough and you're just so in tune with yourself one morning that it's like oh I feel lighter. Yeah. And that's what I mean by like everyone's journey is different because where their starting point is, is different. There's everyone's starting line is different. So we are all on a healing journey. Maybe a listener is just kind of thinking, huh, I've never heard anything about breath work. I've never heard about, I've never thought about my emotions. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. You bring that up. We did, I think we called it the thunderstruck challenge a couple months ago. And it was like, you journal and then you listen to thunderstruck and you get in a low squat and you just, you just, you just punch, you just punch. And then you do like this breath work. And it was, 
it was really interesting to go through and like the feelings and then you journal afterwards for what came up for you. And, and I'm in, so I had a moment, <laughs> we're all on a healing journey. I love, and we're all living this human experience. And so I had a couple of moments this week. I think yesterday was the first day I did not cry in the last couple of weeks. And I had this moment that I went to go take a class and I got there right when class started and they shut the doors and they locked it. And I, you know, when it's like, it's not that I missed the class. That was not what I was upset about, but that was the thing that broke me. And I got into my car and I raged. Like I banged on my steering wheel. I put, I have a rage playlist and I just screamed profanity at the top of my lungs. I was so hoarse the next day. And in my mind, and then I messaged a friend. I said, I just had an episode in my, like, do you do this? And she's like, no. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a crazy person, but we're not. And then I had another moment in traffic driving to class. I was going to be late. It was traffic. I just broke down and cried. And I think I'm, I'm bringing this up one. Cause I totally connect with what you're saying. And I think that there is this balance of feeling our emotion, because if you don't, you just bottle up, you bottle up, you bottle it up. And then you take it out on that poor person who's checking you out the grocery store that, or the person who tells you to smile at the grocery store and it's not them that you're mad at, right? I'm curious. I had this little game I was going to play with you guys after this, but it's not its not so much a game as it is. I think it relates to this emotional wellness and checking in. We're heading into what can be a really challenging time of year for many people, whether it's because of what the holidays comes with family. Um, it can be the financial state of what they're in, um, the state of the world that we're in. You know, words that come to my mind are, uh, feeling helpless, feeling overwhelmed, feeling sad, feeling empty for any of those words that you might have just uh, connected to. And maybe, um, Sonia, let's start with you. You know, what's a word that you feel as, I don't think, did you say you're an empath? I feel like both of you are a little bit of an empath. One of you stated though, that you're an empath. Yeah. I am more than Sonia. <laughs> okay, Teddy, let's start with you then. Um, as the empath that you are, what's one word that you're just feeling like our community is maybe experiencing this this season? And what is something, when was the last time that you felt that way? And what did you do to let that emotion be felt and then to just dis, not dismiss it, but to really let it go? What came up for me when you were talking about the holidays is like frustration because I feel like I'm I don't have a family like I don't have kids like I feel like the holidays is like fun to play out if you have all your ducks in a row and if you and I don't know who that is cool for you cool for you you know but they do I we do we I have some lovely friends that sure I'm sure they have dark moments but on paper the ducks look nice yeah, it's really pretty, you know? And so it's like, that's what comes up for me because it just is like, and it comes back every year. Like, it's like, we're never done with Christmas. It's and never station continues to rise. Oh yeah. We are, the consumerism is wild. The fact that Black Friday sales were going in October. No, it's not ready to talk my junk mail. Yeah. And then like everyone thinks they're an influencer. Everyone has affiliate codes. Everyone's saying, buy this, buy this, buy this. It's like, what has happened? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. You wanted me to talk about something in the past. I'd rather talk about this. What's happening right oh, now. Is I'm pissed. Let's <laughs> talk about, I was just, 
Oh my gosh, Chetty, we need to get together. I was just talking to my class about this. I'm like, free people's trying to get all my money from me. Alo, like, and I'm not trying to like shout out these companies for support, no. but I, and I intentionally like shut off, um, canceled my emails to them because I don't want to feel that pressure. And anyways, and we were just talking about this on our, our marketing call yesterday. So I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I totally. Well, yeah, you. I just think it is hard. It's hard. I feel like the holidays are hard. This is no new concept to anybody. Even in holiday movies, there's always something sad happening and then they make it happy. But a lot of people don't get it to be happy. No. You know, so like, that's why talking about emotions and let finding the right modalities to feel whole in your body and in your mind, that's the only thing you can control. We can't control that. How do you feel whole in your body? I, I like a slow morning. I like, even Sonia mentioned earlier, like I give Sonia coffee. I like, that's a love language I like to give. So I'm like, here's some coffee. Things are better now, you know? And it's just like simple. Like, yeah, yeah I'm blessed. I have a sister that's close by, but it like goes into like, I take, I get up and I go to work out. Like I have to do those things that fill my cup first mm-hmm. before the whole world like has access to me through this phone. Yes. You know, and I, I haven't always done that, but in the last couple months when things have gotten a little like stickier in my life, mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, it's time to buckle down and ground mm-hmm. down into who I am. So what I've done, I, I hit the pause button in September and I was like, I got to get out of here. I think you have, to, you can't get better where you got sick. So I had to go heal and go to Colorado and go on a retreat and like, again, a blessing. I could do that. Everyone doesn't get to do that. But I feel like if you put out these thoughts, like I would like to go on a retreat and you start making a plan, manifesting is real. Like it's not like some woo-woo thing, but if you think your life can be big and beautiful and happy and blessed, it can be, it really can be, but it doesn't happen by laying in bed. It doesn't happen by letting depression wash over you. It doesn't it, it doesn't happen with excuses of like being lazy and I've been lazy, you know? So like, then when you look at your bank account and you're like, Oh, huh, that's not a, the best feeling I've ever had. Cause I've had abundance, you know? And then it's like, then it shifts and you're like, shit, well, that's because I've been lazy and I've been playing too much and finding that balance. I don't know how much a balance exists, but the thriving for it, is part of like the human existence. And I think it's something that should be on everyone's goals is to truly consistently be like, okay, I'm swinging too far this way. I'm being yeah. too, you know, non-unresponsible non-respo- or irresponsible. There's the word. And then I got to swing it back, you know? And I think that that's what the whole world's been on this pendulum since like COVID of like excess and minimalism and like there's no middle your house is all white and perfect or your house is a hoarder house like you know no one shows you the maybe both exist at the same time they do my living room's clean you should see the extra bedroom like it's just how it is I feel that I'm sorry I'm so truthful you guys like and then that's also I but like me being like vulnerable with you and on our podcast too like I'm always just saying who I am and what I'm doing but I think with my vulnerability I I do like to not like 
let everyone in. Like it's different through a screen for some reason. I would tell you this in real life too, but I don't, I don't give my trust out easily. Yeah. You know, because I feel like people can like use stuff against you. And I think that's very strange, Mm -hmm. but I I don't know. I think that that goes back into healing as well. It's like, wait, I told you that. Why are you using it as ammo? Yeah. You know, but I totally connect with that. It's interesting you say that because I do. It's almost like we think balance because you are, you're from one extreme to the next. And and I know we're, we've got to start wrapping up and, um, Katie has come into my house before. She's like, is this your shit corner? And I just throw stuff and just, just throw it there. I will deal with it later. Um, becoming a mom has really challenged me to be like, is the clean house really the goal? But also for me to function better as a a good mom, I do need a little bit of a clean slate. Where's like the ebb and the flow. Um, I know you only have a couple minutes, something we really love to ask our guests at the end. and, And you start talking about this is manifestation and, um, what, and I'll kind of combine the question together and give each of the opportunity. One is what are you manifesting for you? And then what is your hope for the next generation or this generation of women S who are coming up? Um, Sonia, if you want to start. Yes. So, um, I just, I love that Teddy about self-discipline and accountability. Just had to throw that in there. And then Katie really quick. (laughs) I feel like I can get dark too. So I know it's like, I get the self-discipline and, but it's like, some people do have depression that washes over you. And unless you experience it, you really don't know what to do. So I just wanted to touch on that. Like if anyone is experiencing depression, it's um, the only way you can really get help is if you tell someone how you feel Um, that's going to be your number one step. And then you have, you can start getting the tools. And then when you notice, Hey, I'm hanging out in bed too much or Hey, like, the sky is still dark until 8 a.m. Like you have the tools to really change. And that comes with self-discipline too, taking care of yourself, your mind and body. Um, I'm looking forward to building Meditate Into It. I've been blessed. So like with so many great events and meeting so many people, um, we've just been, you know, serving the Treasure Valley and growing and growing, partnering with yoga studios, local businesses, um, and we also have a retreat coming up in February in Donley. So if you're interested, it's a women's wellness retreat at a luxury house, and it's going to be beautiful. We'll do Kundalini yoga, meditation, and we have wellness stations. So it's going to be really nice. For the womenist community, I hope to connect with you and maybe collaborate. And my wish for you is just to find your coping mechanisms you know, I feel like there's so many great women that you put out there on your stand. And you're also like doing hikes with children, like teaching them how to regulate their emotions and connect with nature. So it's just going back to everything we talked about is, you know, stand in your truth. Don't feel guilty for boundaries or saying no to people. Learn how to communicate without reacting. Just give yourself some love. That was so great. Thank you, Tenny. I'll ask you the same thing. What what are you manifesting for you? And then what is your hope for the next generation of women S? I'm manifesting, like, I feel like I'm I'm already on this pace, but I feel just like total flow, total alignment with myself through doing my inner work. And then it can be portrayed in my jobs, in my relationships, and just finding that wholeness within. And then 
just to lean on something I totally just believe in and Kundalini at the end of class, you don't say namaste, you know, the light in me sees the light in you, which is beautiful. We say sat nam. And that means the truth is your identity. And I think that that's a really big deal, you know, to be like, find the quiet time, find the time to be in nature, meditate, take care of yourself, go to cycle, close your eyes. I'm, I'm an eye closer. I, that's how I can process. I don't want to, I can't see you. I can't see your reactions because then it, it affects what I'm doing. Right. And it is fun to play with each other as humans and like interact. But I feel like having the truth be your identity, like you can't go wrong because you just, you never have to have that guilt feeling, which leads to shame, which leads to depression, which leads to confusion. And I think, yeah, just finding alignment in everything I do, probably impossible, but impossible says I'm possible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love that. That's a magnet I had on my locker when I was in high school. Yeah, I mean, hey. I love it. And it had like Marilyn Monroe on it too. Yeah, gratitude is an attitude. All those corny things when people don't like them, I'm like, they're cool and common because they stick with you. They're true. Yes. Will they find these in your affirmation deck that you have for Girl Powerful or are these some of the affirmations that they might find? For sure. Love it. Cool. I have something I wanted to share if I can. Absolutely. Yes. So because it's a stressful time and we're, you know, inflation, it's like everything, groceries cost an arm and a leg. It's it's stressful. It's stressful for everybody. And you don't need to hide it, but you also need to have a little faith mm-hmm. that it will get better or be better. So Mary Oliver is my favorite poet, my favorite poet. And this is one of her poems that was in the devotions book. And I'd like to read it if that's okay. Yeah, I'd love that. Thank you. Don't hesitate. If suddenly and unexpectedly you feel joy, don't hesitate. Give into it. There are plenty of lives and whole towns destroyed or about to be. We are not wise and not very often kind. And much can never be redeemed. Still, Life has some possibility left. Perhaps this is its way of fighting back, that sometimes something happens better than all of the riches or power in the world. It could be anything, but very likely you notice it in the instant when love begins. Anyway, that's often the case. Anyway, whatever it is, don't be afraid of its plenty. Joy is not to be made a crumb. By Mary Oliver. Yay. I want you to read stuff. to me every I night know. I know. before bed. You have. You should have an app. Even no, how you it's a read, gift. It's like, a gift. It's one of Sunday's about, gifts. Uh, you yeah. do. You have both of you have such gifts, and I well, mine's know. not an audible situation. <laughs> but you know what? We're not all supposed to have the same gifts, right? right. But that Very was good. just. Yeah, that was beautiful. I, I, I mean, we just heard our word in, in that poem, which is full circle is possible. Like there, everything's mm-hmm. possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I freaking love a good full circle moment. Um, I want to be really mindful of your time. And I know you have a hard stop and I would keep going for as long as you would let me. Um, but I do want to take <laughs> a moment again. I know that you both have schedules that are very intentionally 
filled with things that that mean a lot to you. And, and thank you for making this part of it. Uh, I will ask, I'm manifesting that we can do a part two or Let's at least get together and connect. Let's do it. I want to um, play the can- game. I want to play the game. Okay. Right. Well, I'm. <laughs> okay. I'm. Well, okay. on Jenny, Instagram live. Let's come on. One Instagram minute. Live. Play the game. Okay. Let's go. Okay. One minute. Rapid fire. Okay. <laughs> okay. When was the last time you cried? You've got five seconds to answer. Ten. Yesterday. On here. We cried on yes. here. Sonia. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could get any tattoo, what would it be, Teddy? Well, I have a lotus and a half moon, you know, LA girls tattoo their hands. Um, I would probably get a dollar sign. A dollar (laughs) sign? Yes. Looking for abundance. Love it. Sonia, go. Tattoo, what would you get? I would remove my heart with wings on my hip. Why? I currently got one, or I had when I got when I was 18. Why? Because you, I, yeah. it was in a binder and I like flipped through a binder with my friend. I'm like, I'll get that. <laughs> and then I cried afterwards. It was like, what oh. happened? She wanted the butterfly. Maybe you make the heart with wings into a yes. butterfly. I only had $70 cash from working at the mall. It was a bad, bad, bad choice. But also what a great story. My mom has a rose and people always thought it was a cat. And so she got into a bigger rose and, it, and then just kept building. <laughs> um what was the last thing you searched for on google or on any search engine you used the phone number office i work at oh okay (laughs) like i should know that kind of a thing but no one knows like i probably couldn't even tell you what my sister's number is and that's not good sonia anything more exciting than a phone number (laughs) no i don't think so no i looked up odessa concert oh that's fun yeah, so I'm gonna to go to Odessa. I um, up, okay. Why is Alyssa from Australian math so terrible? <laughs> what? What oh, is from that? the mask? Australia? Oh, mask? married at first sight. Married at first sight. Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Why is she so terrible? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like bachelor okay. spoilers. I know. Right. Watch out. Um, last two. The last thing that made you angry, and the last thing that made you smile. Um, um the anger because it's a local person um okay. what about the last thing that made you um sad or upset um just having to make decisions like make decisions sometimes it's hard yeah, you know yeah, you have hard. to like pick mm-hmm. it's hard and you, it's it is. emotional and then what makes me smile literally is like these barking dogs when they are just having the best time seeing joy in their bodies i'm like hey look at the dogs like you're like i, I need be- you to stop barking but also yeah. this is bringing me so much joy and they're so <laughs> two cute. things can simultaneously exist mm-hmm. yeah cool. the last time i got mad <laughs> was recently and i won't go into too much detail mm. but someone was really forceful with me and pushed Mm. my buttons and Mm. they've been coming for me and like in but like being a snake charmer and like turning into like Mm. a meditation speak and I'm like I see right through you I see Mm. right through you and it made me so mad and then she had the audacity to like come you know like text rapid text rapid call leave voicemails because I didn't respond to a text in a certain amount of time that was okay with her respectful for her 
I literally had just been fired from one of my accounts. I had the worst day, like talk about ugly cry, like Kim K it was like, I was dealing with me. So it's like, I'm yeah. not reply to people. You know, I'm not in this, I don't have this capacity for other people's problems. Mm-hmm. And then she just put, she crossed that boundary with me. And I was like, do not ever tell me when or where or how I respond to you. And then I'm like, wow. I need space. And I got space. <laughs> and Teddy already told Good us girl. at the very beginning, you do not cross Sonia and you get one chance with you. <laughs> you I'm really do. proud of you for saying that boundary. You get actually three chances with me. And then after three, okay. years, not I just one, Teddy. Set it straight. I'm going to act like I get one chance because I do not want to blow it. You do not need to give me three. Yeah. You should act as if you have one chance with everyone. Yeah. I love that. That's that's like, you can be a forgiving person, but act as if you have one chance. Yes. (laughs) Why would you? Let's make water bottles. People be like, what? (laughs) Act as if you have one chance. And then what was the last thing that made you smile? Teddy always makes me smile when she makes me coffee. coffee. But it was last night I had a meditation event with Chelsea at the lit room in Garden City. We love and Chelsea. everyone was brand new, like brand new to me. Like usually we have a little bit of a following. And so I got to meet nine new people. Wow. But it was beautiful. And they a lot of them experienced sound for the first time. And we did this meditation on gratitude. And I don't know, we went through the body, we went through the earth and the moon and the wind. It was just gorgeous, mm. self-acceptance, unconditional love. And then Chelsea and I looked at each other and she's like, <laughs> and she teared up. And it's just, you know, it just makes me so happy that this community exists and that more and more people are finding ways to heal. And that just mm. makes, literally is why I do it. It brings me so much joy. It's not part of all of why I do it I do it for myself to find peace in a chaotic world being able to share it is so good well we've been observed like we're service people I Mm -hmm. I mean that's down to my core Mm -hmm. um and I just think like all brands evolve like womanness will evolve you guys will evolve how powerful was with children now it's not now it's women's wellness like I just like it's that's makes me smile like evolution yeah. of people and brands and not letting someone tell you like stay in that box no that's where you're good like you know just like the expansion of the mind the body just just totally looking different next year feeling different saying like mm. putting, wearing a new hat like just like just do it when you want to change and grow that's your decision don't let anyone else tell you like nah you're good like this that that was in letting go I love this little phrase it's like um oftentimes it's not that you can't it's that you won't and that struck a chord with me I'm like oh yeah that's true (laughs) you can do a lot of things you just choose not to and Katie's Katie's a beautiful writer you should share. Yes, she is. I know <laughs> yes, you're an she artist, is. but you're a beautiful writer. Thank you. That well, that workshop was that was so vulnerable for me. That's probably why I didn't recognize you. I blocked it out because it was just so <laughs> stressful. <laughs> but the but it was wonderful. I think yeah, I think it was such a good practice and something I would like to do more of, like to share in a space. Mm-hmm. Mm. Amazing. 
Well, what a gift you two are. Thank you for spending the time with us. I will be following up with you in a message. So I know it's a busy, it's a filling time of year, um, <laughs> but we would love to get to do something with you. And and I just, what you're doing, I think a lot of people talk about whether it's empowering women, forming connections, healing women, helping us to heal as a community you are such authentic humans and the work that you're doing is so authentic. I'm really grateful that we were able to have this conversation today. So thank you. I have namaste. So I will tell you namaste. I have namaste on my hand. I'm that girl. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. To watch a yoga retreat. <laughs> namaste. namaste. But honestly, like I tell my class at the end, like be good to yourself, be good to others. But also, you know, I really do see there's so much light within the two of you and you're doing the, the most amazing thing. So keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. One, two, three, four. Hey, Womenists. Thanks for being a part of our community and listening to this episode of the Womenists Podcast. Here at Womenists, we are committed to growing and evolving as a community together. If you found this episode brought value to your life, share it with a Womenists who empowers you. And while you're at it, help other women us find this podcast by giving it a like, subscribing, and leaving a review. You can also find additional resources and opportunities to connect with women us by subscribing to our newsletter linked in the show notes, as well as on our Instagram, Women us Community. Until next time, be good to yourself and be good to others. We'll see you at the next episode of the Women us Podcast.